Are you thinking, is this it? Waking up in the morning and ugh, I have to go to work? When is it going to end? If you ever wonder why we ask questions during our podcasts. Nah, you just listen for the free tips. We ask questions for you to get coaching without paying the expense of a private coach and for you to get help right away because the world needs you to be better. And now it's even easier for you to get the inspiration you need to make your life and relationships meaningful with the Building Better Relationship Journal and Meditation your personal coaching journal that finds the gold in you that makes life joyful and, yes, worth getting out of bed every morning, along with the Building Better Relationships meditation that attracts the energy and love you want in your life. What are you waiting for? Yeah, baby, this is it. Live love now. To learn more and to purchase the Building Better Relationships at Home and Work Journal and Meditation, go to https colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash bbr journal. That's https colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash bbr journal. You can find the link in the show notes. Welcome to Building Better Relationships at Home and at Work with Angela and Patty podcast. This is Patty, a leadership and work-life balance coach from Arizona, USA. And this is Angela, love and relationship coach from Sydney, Australia. And we are building better relationships with you. Sharing new perspectives on being heart-centered at home and at work. So you can draw on your inner power to make your relationships and the world a better place to be around. In this episode, Reconnecting Relationships Through Music, we have a special guest, Robert Alexander. He will be sharing how to use music for healing, rebuilding your relationships with your centered self and the chakras and reconnecting with others as we move through these challenging and changing times. We will share a few samples of the chakra collection in this podcast. Robert Alexander is an audio alchemist located in Southern California. With his Life Rhythms business, he offers healing work via private sessions and designs unique personalized pieces of music to help his clients find healing away from the work that they do with him. Alongside his Life Rhythms business, Robert has a label signed music project called Ev Love. His music can be found on various platforms online. One of them is Bandcamp, which we'll have in the description in the notes. And Robert also was the creator and host of Life Rhythms Radio, an online radio show made to help you find relatable content that can help you create more of what you desire in your life. Hi, Robert. Welcome. Can you please tell us and the listeners about 
you and your background. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you ladies for having me on the show. It's such an honor, truly. Yeah, um, well, as Angela was saying, I'm located in Southern California, and Life Rhythms is very, very near and dear to my heart. It's something that's rather unconventional, but at the same time, it's also a very important business. And I really love finding ways to work with individuals and working with groups and really helping you dive deeper inside what's really important to you. So you actually have tools to help you evolve, like coaching, you know? But at the end of the day, I mean, working with these tools, it's, it's so important. And at the end of the day, everybody has their own version of what happiness looks like um, and manifesting in their own unique way. So why not create support around that? And also I provide content for coaches and healers and other types of businesses as well. Um, this is an entirely different business that I'm talking about right now. And it's more um, graphic design, sound design processes. Um, it's also an extension of what I was able to do in the corporate world at one point. So I, I found a way I'm like, you know, I'm really good at what I do. I worked for a branding agency for a while. I used to do like print production art. And even to this day, I do some graphic design projects as well for, for clients and such. So, I mean, there's something really powerful with working with people who you really enjoy and working with clients and really being able to serve in that way. And a music project going on to that realm. Um, that's one thing that's very near and dear to me. That's the way I'm able to express myself and excited as uh, I've been seeing this journey unfold. So there's been like a lot of powerful things and I, Never, ever want to come across as being really vague, but I figured at one point, if I ever started diving into different details for each business, I think a lot of people would just be like, what's going on? Like, what do I do? <laughs> so I love working with people all over the world and based on what their needs are and how I initially meet them as well. If they're like, oh, I'm really going through something, I'll wear that hat for life rhythms and just gear them toward that path when it comes to like life rhythms business. When it comes to um, people like coaches and healers going, hey, do you do custom healing music for... So we own the rights to it because that's a very important thing. If you own the rights, you know, there's no copyright infringement, like you, you own it or you own a license to what I'm offering in that way. You know, um, it's, it's, it's great to know that I have this ability and I, I refuse to be everything to everybody. It's highly that that's just not the path for me. I don't like to say I'm serving everybody. It's whoever is really feeling drawn to me. And at the end of the day, it's great when you have a community that's global and people that see, you know, what I do and, you know, it's, it's great to meet different people, you know. And Robert, can you share how, when you were working in corporate, what happened that got you to start doing, say, individualized healing with people? What, how did that happen? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, for me, I mean, growing up, I kind of feel like I stuck out with like a sore thumb. Like, it's not like I was diving into this like spiritual journey, just like, sure, like I'm spiritual. It's growing up in a conventional household, you know, from the Jewish religion, nothing too extreme or anything. I'm like the reform. And however, when it comes down to, you know, growing up and really, I started listening to Yanni and Enya when I was like 11 or so, you know, and I'm just thinking like, I, I knew there was some sort of power. And I started listening to electronic music as well. And I'm going to be 43 this year. So we're talking like 1991, 1992. I remember hearing like rave music, like in 1991. And I remember like junior high school kids were talking about this stuff, right? So I figured at one point, like here I am with this like relationship with music, right? And then lo and behold, like growing up and evolving, I'm just doing, doing like a fast forward. Well, you got to find a job to support the bills, you know, as you're doing your music. Well, I never thought of myself as being a spiritual musician or I'm a new age artist. It's more of, well, like the more I started waking up, 
in my own way because everyone has their own ways when it comes to waking up to whatever they want to believe in. It can be religion. It can be, you know, anything, like the way they want to cultivate their life. So basically it was at the point where I was working full-time for a global corporation and I was over it. I, I just, I knew even with my corporate background, just like just growing and evolving over time. Like I was an assistant to a rabbi, you know, this is like pretty wild, you know? And it's like, people are like, you want to be a rabbi? No, <laughs> no. I mean, I was doing it so I can find a full-time graphic design position. And, you know, I was grateful enough to learn more about community and different things that way. So it's, it's part of my journey. So the reason why I'm saying this is because um, it, I finally landed that career or it was a job because I was told with the interview, you know, there's no way up to get, you know, to be in the company, right? Just like no way up to expand. So I was like, yeah, I'll be there for a couple of years. Well, you know, it, it just, for some reason, whether it's the economy or just the timing, no matter how much I would be a, an employee for the corporate world versus being a service provider for the corporate world, those are two very different things. <laughs> so in this case, I had a mentor who helped me on my journey, one of my mentors, and she was just like, you know, maybe you want to be a coach. And I'm thinking, there, there's so many coaches that are out there. And I'm like, how would I be able to tell what I do away from other people? So I just figured at one point, I'm like, you know, okay. So the more I started going on that journey, I called myself like a lifestyle development specialist. I figured I'm great at getting processes. And, you know, I didn't want to, I never went to school for this stuff. I mean, I have like a lot of knowledge, you know, inherent and also learning from various mentors. And basically there was another mentor in 2012. I was dating a woman who was, um, basically, um, she has a business coach, or she, she, I'm sure she still has a business coach. We're no longer together. We were together for a long time. And basically, she was saying, you may want to consider finding someone to help you with your business. So I figured, okay. And I met with this gentleman who's in Wisconsin. We were um, doing, like, phone sessions. I still haven't even seen his face to this day, like, in real time through a Zoom. You know, we've been doing this for 10 years, on and off, so far. It's been almost 10 years in, in July. Or maybe July or August, one or the other. Probably July. But basically, he was guiding me through a process, and I was like, wow, like, this is phenomenal. Like, I'm not sure, because even with his modalities that he studied, that really blew me away, right? So it came to the point where I was doing guided imagery, and at one point, I was doing guided imagery based on this process. I made my own, not to say I was copying him, but I really appreciated his format. And so I took the format, and I just trusted my intuition based on where, you know, each person is at. And I remember guiding a friend at the time, this is around 2013. And I was also having a couple clients as like a lifestyle development specialist, even though I call myself an audio alchemist now, you know, it might sound too woo-woo out there, but I love putting the woo-hoo and woo-woo. So, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you know, in, gotta love comedy, you know, but at the same time, just being real about it too, you know? So I'm going through this long drawn out process without it being too long because um, I started walking this guy through this, this journey and he was just really blown away by what I was able to do. And at one point I was thinking, okay, at least when it comes to the affirmations, you know, and creating custom music, that's where it gets interesting. So I was hearing these people these coaches and healers using their recorded affirmations. And I was thinking about this, you know, like, as I was saying before, ladies, when it comes to, there could be a person, you know, speaking really well, there could be the music that could be really strange in the background, or there could be the content that they speak. The music can be, be great. The, um, the person providing the content, his or her, they, 
they, their voice, whatever pronoun these days, you know, is basically, you know, sharing that information. But one of them might be off that might throw the listener off. But I found this missing component. I was like, you know what? Why wouldn't people want to listen to their own personalized piece of music to bring them back into what's really important for them? Because something from the masses, that's great. You know, people can listen to like, you know, major recordings and what have you. But when I'm working with somebody, it's like having their peak state song for, you know, for lifestyle coaches and what have you, or for those in the spiritual community, it could be a soul song, you know, it's whatever you, you choose to work with it, you know? So I figure, why wouldn't someone want their own custom piece of music along their journey to help them expand to what their version of the law of attraction is? I mean, we're all individual aspects of consciousness, some people say, you know, and we're all part of this network, you know, we're all wired differently. If we all like the same thing, then I would create something for the masses that everybody would like, you know, really feel connected to. But the thing is, we're unable to please everybody. I mean, it's like having a hamburger three days in a row. You know, it's like eventually they may want to spice up that burger at some point, even if it's a vegan burger or a veggie burger. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's a custom piece of music is designed to help you wherever you're at to have you come back to a state that you can remember. Like if you hear a song on the radio and you hear it when you were in your teens, you can hear it and it's like a time machine. It brings you back. It's like time travel. So I figure, why not create something that's really designed to really help one really reaccess that state of mind that I had when I recorded the audio in session or recorded their voice in session. So they have a, they have a reminder basically. Anyway, so in essence, really recapping everything, like how did I get into it? I was a corporate burnout. I wanted to try something unique and integrating it into this business, I figured, well, there has to be a need. I mean, it might be like a luxury need to some people, but at the end of the day, there are people that are just like, wow, like, that sounds amazing. Like, how do I get involved? Like, how do we do this? Because I think I might need this. Beautiful. I think when you mentioned the um, time travel aspect yeah. of their own personalized recording, that really... Um, took me somewhere. <laughs> I'm a Doctor <laughs> Who fan from the 70s, 80s. So I um, love music and time travel. And I think taking an experience of someone and giving them, giving it to them as something that's at, at one point, it can take them to a point in time where they're at a peak state. It also connects them to that timelessness part of themselves. It's beyond time. I think that's time travel for me is about that what aspect of us is beyond time. So you can go anywhere with that part oh, yeah. of yourself. No doubt. No doubt. Oh my goodness. People ask me, what, who's your favorite band or who do you listen to? I'm thinking it's like going to the grocery store to get food. Are we going to a farmer's market? Are we going to a higher end market? You know, who are we shopping for? Are we shopping for those that are, you know, vegan? Is it a mixed party? You know, it's me did you know, and I never knew about this before, there's the audiophiles. When you think of people listen to like P-H-I-L-E-S, there's audiophiles out there listening and you think that's what music is. It's not. It's actually called a mellophile. A mellophile listens to various pieces of music. Audiophiles listen to audio, like just sounds and other phrases, like different textures. Like if you hear the refrigerator hum, a person might be into stuff like that, like sound altogether. Versus a mellophile who's into specifically just like music, like songs and what have you. I had no idea. And I was just like, wow, if I knew that, I would have had an email address being like mellophile A21 versus audiophile A21. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I think it's important because there's also a growing group of uh, people now that are listening to uh, 
I've forgotten the letters, but it's the um, sounds of people brushing their hair and ASMR. ASMR, so refrigerator sounds. Uh, could be sounds in nature, but all of those sounds um, yeah. are basically the consciousness of the person waking up in the sense in the sensory system itself. Oh yeah. Um, so we're going to play in the podcast a sample from your Chakra collection music, which was made uh, released in 2021. So we're just going to play a sample. made you create the chakra collection music and how did creating the music or listening to that change you Ooh, you ready for a treat okay yeah. you're gonna love this one so not too many people know this and i'm gonna spill the beans in this episode okay and some people might look at me like wow what a quack and i'd rather quack like a duck than, and i would rather just say it as it is so I was going through a lot of blocks last year and I was talking with one of the main mentors. So the one that I was saying, you may want to consider being a coach. And she was doing kinesiology, like muscle testing. And she was like, you know, you, you have like some sort of block from like a past life. Well, I'm living this life. and I'm not here going la, 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 whatever, because whatever the hiccups are, you know, we're human. We have our stuff, right? But certain things just didn't make sense to me. So there's a little bit more of like a deeper backstory to it. And I'm not going to get into some of the dramatics of it. But she also works with two other people that work together doing energy work. I don't, I don't question at all. Like I started waking up based on one of the other. There's been in, little increments of people popping into my life and helping me with more of my awakening journey. And so at one point, one of the people who was in this mix, I really didn't want to connect with them just due to various reasons of my personality. Just because the personality is like, I don't know about that or what's going on, but I'm telling myself, okay, hush, you know, <laughs> like, let's just trust this. So I was speaking with a person I felt more connected to, and she was saying, you know what, I'm getting the sense based on what's going on. Have you considered getting this one reading done, which takes place in India? It's called the Nadi Leaves. So it's like Nadi Astrology, N-A-A-D-I, not N-A-U-G-H-T-Y. <laughs> so it's a whole other, other process. And if anybody um, hears this and they're inquiring about it, I'm more than happy to, you know, maybe share some information about that or share the information with the right person and, you know, do it that way. But basically, there's this information that's in South India, and you're supposed to have access to it, and there's a reading behind it. They they locate your leaf, which is like it's located like on a a spool. It's like a a long type thing where it's it's written in ancient Tamil that's in South India. So it's really interesting to see what was going on. So long story short, before all that... uh, this other amazing woman who does joint energy work with a gentleman who told me about this naughty leaf process because this guy has connections in India. Um, she was saying, I'm, I'm just being called for you to create the chakra collection. And you can go, you know, they could be anywhere between three to five minutes. And I'm just getting the sense you may want to listen to these every day to get acclimated to this process. And I figured, okay, so do I listen to them from root to crown or crown to root? Like how's the best way? Cause I just, it's not like I'm giving all my power away to, you know, this healer or the one that does energy work. But I, I just wanted to know, like, the protocol. She goes, well, let's let's just see. Let's see where we go with it. So I think as you're listening to it at night, full sleep, 
or even like when I was waking up, maybe I was playing a both. I couldn't remember because it was last year. Time flies when you're having fun, you know? And it came to the point where I was like, you know what? Even like my girlfriend at the time, like things ended in August of last year and she was hearing this music because I would be at her home and I'd play it before going to sleep and she would fall asleep. I would fall asleep to it, you know? And I've created sleep music before. Like I have music on Insight Timer that has like 20,000 plays. Well, one sleep track that is, you know? So, I mean, I'm playing this and she's just like, I think this is some of the best music you've ever written. However, oh, not even however, with that being said, I was sending like each track, you know, to the woman who's doing the energy work well, I was you know, working on this stuff, right? And she's hearing it and she's loving it. And I'm just trusting this process. When I write, I allow intuitively, I just allow whatever is meant to come through will come through. So if those that are involved in the energetic realm, you know, people that subscribe to that, great. Some people think it's um, intuition or inspiration, whatever we want to call it, whatever the information is coming through is how I usually get information to just, just trust, you know, just be in that state. Some people call it um, channeling. Other people call it um, trusting one's inner process, creative process. I like to do what I can to cover all bases because I could just use one specific languaging and then it would just limit, you know, other people. They would just get turned off by it. And my intention is for anybody who's listening to this recording to really subscribe to whatever they take from it. So ultimately, you have something new to learn from, even if you hear this recording over and over again. So long story short, here we are. Here I am with this recording. So I'm like, you know what? I was being inspired to share it and I shared it with people. You know, I was sharing this like behind the scenes, like, Hey friend, like check this out. What do you think? There's a friend of mine in Colorado and her mom ended up, and I don't want to get controversial, but she ended up getting like a vaccine, her, her mom. And basically um, she had a heart condition and she had insomnia. The, the doctors couldn't get her to go to sleep. I didn't know this until she told me afterwards, my friend, her old friend, friend, she brought the music into the hospital room and she played it and her mom went to sleep. So it's, I was just like, okay. So then eventually I just, I knew like I had to get this thing launched and even how it launched, it was crazy, you know, because originally I was going to have the seven chakras and then have one track going from root to crown and the other one on top of that going from crown to root. And just, just due to how things are and how the recording industry is. And I have, I'm also somewhat knowledgeable with uploading recordings and which platforms do we use? It, it was just, it was crazy. And I was able to get it uploaded in no charge. That's awesome. It's crazy. Thank you. And yeah, so long story short, through my own healing journey, you know, I was able to, you know, have that. I was like, you know, if I'm experiencing this, then I wouldn't be surprised if other people were able to experience this as well. And there we go. How do you see working with the chakras is related to healing? And maybe you can share how music affects the chakras. Being a Reiki practitioner and Angela is a dance and energy healer. We would love to hear about how the chakras are approached by others. Really good question. Well, how about this? If I start going off topic, then definitely, you know, you can ask me again, you know, because yes. those are some really powerful questions, you know? Yeah. So in terms of, let's see. And again, I'm more than happy to answer this as accurately as I can. So for me, I'm one of those people where, you know, it's easy for the personality aspect of myself to be like, la, 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 chakras, blockers, whatever, you know? But then there's other people that they swear by them. And I'm not here to dismiss anybody for any belief because that can change at any given moment. So the reason why I'm saying that is because 
when it comes to beliefs and when it comes to different areas. Some people believe there's only seven chakras. Some people believe there's like, you know, there's so many more than that. There's the upper and lower. Um, and there's so many schools, just like acupuncture, just like dance, just like music, so many genres, you know? So for me, I don't know personally, and I'm being totally transparent and just like, like letting like the cat out of the bag, basically, when it comes to it. I know that people swear by chakras. They see colors. They can see the expansion. I see people do energy work and moving their hands. They, they could just get a feeling into certain things. There's certain representations, whether if it's colors or a foundational, like for like the root, you know, of course, there's yoga practices that are based around the chakras. I mean, there, there's just so many aspects. There's so many dimensions. There's, there's so much, period, like just in that whole topic alone. So how does music heal the chakras? Well, I mean, I, I look at it like energy is a frequency. Mm-hmm. Music is a frequency. So why wouldn't music be energy? You know, when we speak, most likely, we're use, people say that we're using our throat chakra. And I kid you not, I've never taken a class on the chakras. You know, I'm going based on me being human, you know, creating, having a human experience or however we choose to look at it, right? And in this case here, I'm creating music that's ultimately helping people. And they're just like, oh my gosh, like, how did you make this? So in this case, again, I'm not doubting myself as being like the shock master. And that that's me being very transparent versus like putting on some, you know, I'd rather be in my truth and be as truthful as I possibly can about that process. So, and you're asking me like, how does that work? Well, usually when there's a how, that usually means it comes from the mind. So the mind just wants to know, right? So at the end of the day, you know, if we look at frequency and we look at energy, I'm not a scientist. However, I feel it. So for me, and some people, they can feel a color. You know, they, they can feel an expansion. They can feel a clearing. You know, they can also feel inspired to hear something. And how can I say it? When it comes down to the aspect of the music component, like when I created my chakra collection, I trusted. I held the intention. I trusted. It came through. Uh, and people listen to it and they're going, wow, but I'm not here to tell anybody, well, this is the music to listen to, like the chakra, because pretty soon I'll be creating a different collection for the chakras. Mm-hmm. That's why it says volume one on it. And it's going to probably sound entirely different because of where I am on my journey with my awareness and, you know, where I've been thus far. So um, I'm going to be the last person to say, well, this one is guaranteed to help you open up your chakras. The thing is, whenever someone provides a healing modality, it's up to the individual to um, subscribe to it. So you can give me an amazing Reiki session, or you, Angela, you can give me like an incredible, like, you know, dance, like movement type session. And I might be like, I don't know if I can, if I subscribe to that, but one other person could be like, wow, that's incredible or vice versa, you know? Right. So, and each experience is different. That's each right. Time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's why I re- do like repetitive or um, using similar sounds, but using a different aspect of, when I get into that part of the process, when it comes to working with people, you know? So I'm, I'm saying this too, because again, everybody's journey is different. And I really believe that however you resonate with it, however you subscribe to it, whatever you really take in from it and being intentional with it too. I'm trusting if I'm really meant to receive this, then this is really going to vibe with me or it's really going to relate to me. And if not, that's okay. There's other things that will. And I trust the right one's going to be revealed to me. How do I listen to this series? You know, which hurts do I listen to, you know? So when it comes down to really the chakras in general, it really does down to the personal relationship of where a person is. And there's no right or wrong. You know, I can be like, wow, this is great. Turn around, I'm like, I don't know why I'm not feeling inspired to listen to it. That's okay. There's no good or bad in it. It just is. 
Right. And later on, you might turn it on and you might really resonate with it. Exactly. Yeah. Or you may not. And just putting it on the background and just trusting, well, whatever I'm meant to get from this, I will. And right. You know, some people, it's a very like, it's a very heady process. I think you're going to like this analogy really quick. I think you'll appreciate it. So I always thought it was the head and the heart, but apparently there's the gut. So the head would want to talk to the heart. Right. And I, I just, this just came through, you know, almost like a month ago, I had this little, little shit going on, you know? So the head basically would say, Hey heart, show me all that you know, so I can be just like you. Um, heart's like, sure. I'll cover your airfare. I'll get all your meals, your hotel room, everything. Just hang out with me for a while. I got you taken care of. I'll give you the playbook even more. Anything you want. You got it. Brain's like, I don't know about that. You know, let me think about it. Prove it to me. I've been through this before. I've been let down. You know, I don't know about this. This is kind of crazy. You know, but hey, well, do you, how, how can you really prove it to me? Prove it to me so I can trust you. I'm here. I covered everything. No strings attached. Like, nothing to worry about. All good. But whenever you're ready, I'm here. Heart's like, I don't know. I, I just don't know. You know, <laughs> I've got to protect myself. i got to protect other people. Like, i got to make sure this is the truth. This is the way, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the gut's like the Uber driver or Lyft driver, you know, or like Siri or Alexa, you know, it's the compass, you know, the driver at one point saying, hey, um, hey, head, hey, heart, whenever you're ready to come up with like a unified decision, then I'll be able to get you on your way. But I can't just take one and like the other one gets like left out. You have to work together in unison so we can all work together. I can get you to your destination. Mm, That's that's beautiful. Yes. Thanks. Robert, I'm going to share something that you have on the Bandcamp page for the Chakra Collection, and it says everybody has their own preferences and modalities when it comes to healing, and wherever you are, there are various modalities that are available to you. This collection is equipped to meet you where you are at, wherever you are at on your healing journey. So I thought that was really pertinent regarding what you just shared with us. So I wanted to just go a little deeper on um, what you were sharing and ask what is the value of each person listening to their own chakra energy versus someone telling you, oh, your chakra is this, or balancing their chakra for them. When I, I listened to the chakra collection, I could feel my energy light up and move and, yeah, it got balanced, I guess. It was it was like the when I listened to your music, it was like the energy was dancing in me. It was like I felt my inner world dancing. So what what might you say is the value of a person listening to their own chakra energy versus someone else telling them what's going on? <laughs> really good question, by the way. So when it comes to each individual, everyone's different. Like you never know where you're on one's journey. Some people might get lost. So if we choose to go through like the process of where I go when I work with people, it, it might make different sense in, in a good way. You know, I might be in relationship to that, right? I mean, basically, when it comes to listening to one's intuition, like there, there's something you just know inherently, like this, this feels right. If someone's saying, no, 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 this is how it is and this is how it's supposed to be. Well, I mean, that could be true. But at the end of the day, like, what does one really subscribe to, like, right here, right now? So when it comes to listening to one's energy or when it comes to listening to their vibe, like, 
you know what it's like if you're walking into a room with like 15 or 20 people and they're giving you the stink eye, you know, and you're wearing these clothes and you're you're feeling all confident, stylish, and they're just like, look at the look at the three of you, look at look at how you're dressed, you know, really, what are y'all doing like this? And gosh, you all speak kind of weird, kind of scripted. Like, what's wrong with you, you know? And why are you here? Versus, and we're all looking at each other, going, "Whoa, are we sure we're in the right room?" So the three of us will be able to walk across the hall, and they're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, Patty." Oh my gosh, Angela, like, Robert, where have you been? We missed you. It's been a long time. Like, wow, you guys are so stylish. You can feel the vibe. I'll never forget my last partner. She had this one event, and there were only two men that were there, me and the photographer who was a friend of mine. And I felt the energy in the room. And it's not about being, you know, sexist or racist, but I felt the energy of all that female energy in the room. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was only two women in a room full of men, chances are you'll be able to feel that energy. <laughs> so when it comes to really trusting one's instinct and essence in terms of what's really going on inside, I, I've heard in many ways, and it's really easy for one, like there's times my personality, I get lost in the character, which is, I had a whole other analogy for that too. And I won't go down that tangent, not just yet at least. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's like we get to subscribe to what feels right. And sometimes if we feel lost, we might have invitations or suggestions, but there's some people that are so convicted. They know how to read us. Apparently they're so on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like you bring in your vehicle, whether it's like a motorcycle or your car to a mechanic and you go to like three different mechanics, getting three different quotes and they all tell you three different things, mm-hmm. but there yeah. might be overlapping material. So it's easy to get lost in what other people, I don't want to say everybody, because that's including all of us. Right. So in this case, like, there's certain times we may feel lost. However, deep down, we really have the answer inside of us. Like, we know what may feel right. It might take a little while because the head might get in the way or the gut might, you know, the gut might want you to go in a specific direction. You may not know where, but you're like, okay, well, what's what's going on? So I, I really believe it's really important to really pay attention to what feels right. And if you don't know, that's okay because there's no right or wrong. We don't have to know right now. And if we trust in information, like, why am I being called across the street while listening to this collection? You know, of course, you cross the street safely. You know, you don't want to get hit by a car or anything like that. But, I mean, the reason why I'm saying this is because it's following that message, following the information. If someone says, well, I mean, what if you're feeling happy and someone says, you look really sad today? Mm -hmm. Like, they think you might look sad, but that doesn't mean necessarily that you feel that way. But if someone's like, hey, I really love your smile. You look really happy today. Chances are you're like, yeah, that makes sense to me. We could say the sky is blue and someone could say the sky is green. And we're like, okay, well, it's not about right or wrong. Show me your version of green, <laughs> you know? So when it comes really down to listening to one's individual like collection or one's individual piece of music, or they we're, we're feeling inspired to listen to a specific genre or whatever it might be, there, there, there is something inside. We may not even have to know the why of it, but at the end of the day, we, we know, like listening to it, there's, there's something to take in from it. And if someone else tells you, like, this is how it should be, I personally would question it. Because mm-hmm. if someone's telling me how to feel or how to think, and I didn't tell them, basically, like, hey, I need help with this. You know, there, there might be, if I'm like, hey, I'm feeling confused, like, I'm not sure where to go, you know, that's when it's great to get some suggestions. But it's still up to me to subscribe and align to what really feels right for me. But if someone's going to be giving information, like, you know, that may not feel right for me, 
then chances are it may not be the right fit with the information. Same thing with music. Great. And Robert, you live in California. After the pandemic, what are the changes you've seen in the community, the, the artistic community, the general community, the community? Um, maybe you can share what's happening for people in Ventura. Sure, sure. Well, first of all, I kind of feel not necessarily like a hermit. I, I've been here for a long time and I'm being more called to get down to the Los Angeles area. So from what I've seen, though, um, and I'm noticing a trend, I'm noticing that, well, well, I don't really want to get too controversial or anything. So at the same time, I'm noticing there's a lot of changes. Um, there's some people that are feeling real, rather eager to connect with other people. You know, some people are feeling more responsible in terms of, you know, being aware that there's still a pandemic going on in regards to any war that's taking place outside the United States. Um, where I live, it's more of a bedroom community, which means people usually would probably commute to work or they would work from home. So that is one trend I'm seeing. Some people are working from home more. For me, I work from home. You know, I've been working from my own space since like the end of 2015, 2016, you know, working with people and such due to my own choosing. And that's what felt right to me. And I'll never forget prior, you know, people are like, are you, you know, are you looking for work? You know, what's going on? And I'm like, honestly, I'm, I'm happy working, you know, here. Like I don't want to be in environments where I don't want to be. You know, I'd rather prefer to make the right relationships. I love, well, not make, but create and, you know, thrive and really co-create some amazing relationships that are taking place. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if the more of I get a sense around here that people have been still getting a little stir crazy there are a lot of families here. There's churches. There's different places of worship. There's different groups. Um, I really don't know how many people really feel safe. I don't know if people are just resuming life how it should be. I'm using those air quotes. But uh, I, I know for myself, for me, I, I feel pretty eager at times to just continue to meet people in a different way. I'm in a different place of my life right now. Um, since I guess I would call me like a, myself a solopreneur. And I know people all over the world. You know, me working for myself, I delegate when I can, for instance, like marketing. I'm working with a marketing coach who's in um, New Zealand. Um, she's helping me with my branding and what have you, even though I'm a graphic designer. And it's always great to get that help, you know? So I think in some ways, many people are still experiencing isolation. Mm. I think a lot of people may not even know what's going on, but maybe internally there might be a change going on. People are experiencing bottoms, whatever that might look like. We're talking like mentally, emotional, spiritual, financial. Um, who knows? At the end of the day, I'm, I'm noticing though, there is a trend. There are a lot of people, they're, they're going through something and it's a pretty big change and they may not know how to navigate it. There's a dear friend of mine who's homeless because he was involved in a child custody case. He's not too far away from me. He's in a different part of the area, but I mean, it, it's just crazy. And with how times are with him having his business. You know, he's in a major transition change. You know, it's important for him to generate income. Well, money is energy. You know, what are we willing to look at, especially, and the recording during this time is also Mercury retrograde. So it's a great time to reflect. You know, it's a great time to reflect and see, okay, well, what's working right now? What's not working? How can we organize? What systems do we have in place? So I think there's a huge shift that's taking place. The thing is, life continues to shift and mold. It doesn't really just like, pause it's up to us to pause and step back you know and see where life is in the grand like movie i guess you could say or even though i guess you could say metaphorically it's like a video game you know 
I don't really play video games much, but like back in the day when I was a kid, I'd play Nintendo, a little Mario was there on the screen, hopping up and down, little fireballs and things like that, you know? But Mario's not running around by himself, you know? The person who's unattached, who could turn off the game, is still playing Mario. So I, I think we're, we're, being given to, we're being given the opportunity to look at this character and participate as these characters in this, this game, like looking at these changes, metaphorically, life, and saying, well, what, what feels right right now? If we don't know, like, where can we have a deeper understanding? Some people can call that like an awakening. Some people can call it like a life shift or life crisis. But at the end of the day, I, I really feel like around here, and this area is pretty slow, and, and I'm, I'm not here to really judge the area, but I noticed that um, there is a lot of movement here. You know, there is change that's taking place. And sometimes when we're in a slower environment, um, it's a bit difficult to see where the change really is going. It, it's a really interesting place there. I just came back from LA today where I grew up and I noticed there was a pretty big change. There was even this one area called the Third Street Promenade in, in Santa Monica. And I used to go there when I was like a teenager, like walking around and you know, I'd see stores change out over time. And I walk around there, it's, it's empty. I mean, there's so many stores that are just like gone you know, or for sale, whether it's inflation or due to uh, the pandemic, just just sales going online. I mean, there, there's just so many things that are going on for businesses. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, as, you know, the months and I'm sure even with the years, you know, going by, of course, opinions about, as you know, with the vaccine, you know, there's people going back and forth. There's a lot of, you know, intensity. There's a lot of heat, you know, and I think at the end of the day, we're, we're doing what we all can to find our own balance, Right. I think that's a global thing versus it just being, you know, in Ventura. So it's, it's really been interesting to see what's been unfolding. And I think after a couple of years, as I'm hearing a little siren in the background, I always look at that like a sign, you know, basically uh, I really feel like we're being given an opportunity to really look at what's most important for us and to us and what really does feel right right now. How is the best way to move forward in a way where for me, when I look at this in my life, have the ability to go outside, you know, just my own self, you know, it's like, well, whatever I do, like, again, like, where can I reassess? How's the best way to navigate? How can I be there for other people? You know, how can I meet them? How can I take care of myself and meet them with where they're at? That's like my, my gauge, you know, and there are people that are not ready to connect with people like us. That's okay. I mean, some people are so consumed, like it has to be a very specific way and that's fine. So regardless Lots of changes without being too broad or too specific. Um, but I really do feel like things are balancing in certain ways and things are moving in certain ways. So it's this ongoing, I don't want to call it like a cesspool. It's like ongoing, like hodgepodge, basically, of things that are changing left and right. That's my sense, at least. Um, I'm also living in an area where it's very, I don't want to say beyond conservative. I mean, there's, there's great people wherever you go. At the same time, though, too, it is interesting to see I don't really see what's really going on out there because I kind of tend to my own world to a degree. And it's not like I'm lost in different, I'm looking forward to actually joining more communities or actually, you know, creating an offshoot of something that I can extend or something because, you know, I know like a lot of people globally. I've met a lot of amazing people globally and, you know, there's a lot of community all over the place that I just kind of chime into in different areas. Um, but in terms of, you know, the city, I'm, I'm really curious to see where things are going to be unfolding. Like, I know prices are going up, you know, it's, I'm sure people are moving mm -hmm. out of LA and people are retiring and, you know, they're, they're moving to this city, but then there's not much change in terms of like, you know, cultural change that's going on. 
you know, they, they kind of follow behind like how LA is. So things that are popping up here, um, it's like, wow, LA did that like five years ago. And this is like the latest and greatest thing now. This is like maybe like 50 miles away or 70 miles away from where I grew up, you know? So for me, I, I kind of get bored at times easily. So that's one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to moving back to the Los Angeles area. There's just a little bit more progression going on with uh, my flavor. So Robert, how can music help you in your relationships with yourself and others? And can you tell us about the genie in the headphones? What is that? And how can that help people and their relationships? Okay. Well, the first question in relationship to, uh, to music, you know, we all have our interests, but we can hang out with a friend or a lover, or family member, or even a colleague, or just hearing like a random song like in a, in a grocery store or at a coffee shop. And we may not like it, but other people might be like, wow, this is amazing. So chances are, if I'm in my own world, I get to feel like, well, what feels right? Just like food or um, going to a specific environment that's really going to fill me up. When it comes to working with somebody else and you're listening to it at the same time, you know, at the end of the day, well, what do you, what, what does one both want to listen to, you know, or both people inside that party? You know, what's going to seem right? What demographic is it hitting? It's almost like it's pulling out the, like the marketing hat or something, you know? Our, our world starts with us, you know? We, we, don't, we don't see us unless we're looking in a mirror, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're looking through our own pair of eyes. So I really, me personally, I mean, this is just my opinion. I'm not making anyone else's opinion, opinion wrong. You know, from my own view, I see that we're, we're all creators within ourselves. Like, we have our own direct experience, right? So, like... A year ago, I was listening to more like Dan Tempo and Chill Out. You know, I was listening to like Lemongrass and Escade and, you know, there's a whole bunch of people that are like located like in Germany, you know, like in, like in Europe in general. Or now I'm listening to this kind of like modern alternative type music that's like reminiscent of like the 90s, but they just released music a couple of years ago. He's like young kids. And I'm like, wow, it's a whole, you know, different kind of vibe that I've been into. But I'm also, you know, sprinkling in some jazz, you know. It's like, again, what really vibes with us? What really resonates with us like what what do we subscribe to what feels right we can mix up the playlist and that's okay so chances are if we're feeling it and we're feeling you know soothed or calm great if we go to an event which there will probably be more and more events whether it's virtually or you know in in person chances are whatever is going to be played or being played through airwaves you know chances are it will create an energy in the room some people may like it, some, some people may, may not, you know? So how does, it, how does this improve relationships? Well, chances are if you're hearing a song on the radio, then of course, you know, there might be music to bond to. If you go to a concert, people are going to be in a similar vibe of listening to whoever's there or at least getting an appreciation of whoever's there. Um, if there might be a way to bond. So why not put on YouTube and play, oh, have you heard that song in a while? I'm going to check this out. Oh, wow, that's really cool. You know, it's great to build relationship over music. You know, it's frequency and frequency. You know, we even like the three of us that are connecting here, it's all a frequency, which is super awesome. And at the end of the day, too, I mean, how does this really improve relationships? Well, we all have belief systems, right? So if there's something that's made specifically to help one get into more of an ideal state, then chances are most, if people are more aware of how the person operates on the regular, well, chances are they might witness a change. Um, if we do different things, we get a different result. Otherwise, we're just rebuilding the wheel or hitting our head against the wall, right? 
Uh, there's no point doing that when you can do a 180 and do a headbang. <laughs> Right. You know, different different way. <laughs> so the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is because um, music is a very delicate topic for some people. And at the same time, though, too, um, if we have something that's custom designed, and I'm not saying this to pitch, you're not meaning to at least, then, of course, it's going to work with your own vibe. It's going to help with your own frequency. And if you're witnessing changes inside of yourself, you may feel differently toward the people that are around you. You may want to you know, create more vacancies in your friendship circle, even your relationship circle to meet somebody who can meet you with where you're at now. I mean, that's what I've seen in my world. I've seen relationships shift dramatically over the past year. And I've seen where I am on my journey with my own frequency, even a nine-year relationship ending. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful to see where frequencies change. And so I figured, well, you know, here we are in these states of mind. If If we have different tools whether if it's support, including music, or it could be even food. You know, what kind of foods do we enjoy? What, what can we implement? What can we lower the volume on? What can we raise the volume on? Can we level up the mids and the bass and the trebles, you know? Um, and I'm saying this too because, I mean, there, there's so many delicate parts to that. But at the end of the day, the more that our frequency changes, the more we can see, like, what kind of music resonates with us too. And uh, which gets into this idea. For me, like, I... I do have music for the masses, like the Chakra collection or stuff from my music project. And I have individual pieces of music that are made for specific occasions. But I had this idea with my business coach early December. And she was like, hey, it would be cool to get like an audio package there. And I was like, you know what? And I gave her some ideas. And I was like, you know, I'm going to create one. It's called Genie in Your Headphones. She's like, that sounds really cool. So there's five different audio I don't want to say it's like a five-step audio process because it's not like you listen to this one and then go all the way to five. But there are five unique individual tracks, but they're all catered to like your magic lamp or you know clearing your inner castle or connecting with your inner genie or recharging the magic lamp. You know, these are all different facets. And it I walk you through because I'm really good at being able to walk and use use my voice to help people walk through you know various various processes really being able to discover what your inner genie looks like. Your inner genie might look differently each time you do the recording. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's a very calm and comforting, um, very, like the way I'm speaking now is what you'll be hearing most likely in there, but it's a very gentle, gentle process, you know? So I'm not talking like, hello, and here is your inner genie. You know, it's more of, <laughs> hi, my name is Robert, and I'm here to help you find your inner genie. And even though, that's I mean, it's right there. I'm sorry? I said, that's great. <laughs> that it's important to be authentic. Yes, you know? yes. If someone speaks like that, then that's great, you know? Kind of reminds me of, like, Dave Chappelle when he had the skit with, like, Samuel Jackson beer. And, like, do you really, it's like, why are you yelling at me? He goes, that's just the way I talk. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, figured, I do my best, you know? I do my best to be authentic. I don't really want to have some sort of scripted voice. You know, I was reading what I'm, I wrote, you know, I really wanted to make sure the inflections and there was enough calming in there. And there are affirmations that are relevant to what, what the process was going through. For instance, if it was like, you know, clearing the curse or removing the magic curse. Um, in essence, that's really, we all have, you know, clutter or blocks that are inside our minds, right? So these affirmations are all related around what's going on with the mind. So you're really affirming, you know, feeling spaciousness, feeling freedom. If you're connecting to your inner genie, and there's going to be affirmations at the very end that are in relationship to the feeling of freedom and really relating to the inner genie and the magic inside, mm-hmm. because that's ultimately what the genie is, is the magic inside of you. 
and developing your own relationship with what that looks like. And again, these are tools to help you um, throughout your day. And this is the thing too, I always like to um, offer as a request is that um, I tell people, like, I don't ever want you to stop, you know, doing what you're doing. Like, oh no, you got to stop doing yoga to like listen to this music. It just, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's like, if you want to add more, like, add more tools to your toolbox so you can put some down and just take one out if it works, you know? So these all work in tandem with your life, whether if I do like a private session and there's different ways to work with people, you know, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to the custom music, there's a reason why that music was being made, you know? So why not work with it in a way that works well for you? I mean, I'm not here to say, well, you should do this, but if someone's like, how can I make the most mileage out of it? I can give them suggestions and if they have questions, they could always reach out. I mean, you know, it, there's no like clear instruction book. I, I guess I don't, I don't have any kids, but I've heard like, you know, raising kids, you know, there's no instruction booklet attached. You know, you, you just go based on what you, you know, need to go with based on what you've learned and what have you. So at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you have tools. So why not utilize those tools in a way that works best for you? Otherwise, how can they really work? And Robert, in, in regards to working with people, you've actually worked with a lot of people with specific, I don't want to say trauma, but yeah, partly that, uh, stress, PTSD, insomnia, anxiety. So maybe you can share how you see music helping with those conditions versus just um, music as entertainment. How do you see the future of Maybe just talk about yourself and how you can see that expanding into people dealing with anxiety and PTSD because a lot of people in the pandemic have the sort of PTSD of losing the world they had before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, major, major shifts. You know, I don't think I'm going to call myself an audio alchemist anymore. I think I'm going to call myself a sonic Nostradamus. I'm going to hear the questions <laughs> like forecasting, you know, like, yeah. So you hear that, you know, I'm no longer audio alchemist. No, just kidding. No, I, I how do I foresee it? I mean, I'm, I'm already noticing this too. Like music is medicine, right? So this, this is where it gets interesting too. Um, someone tagged me on a LinkedIn post and they were saying, hey, you may want to send your music over to this guy. And he was talking about broadcasting music with P- for those that might have experienced like PTSD or trauma or, or things like that. Years ago, we're talking maybe 2013, maybe 2014, there's a friend of mine and she actually connected me with a gentleman who has his access. It's called the knowledge. That's, that's the access that he has. And he, he received this information and basically he was telling me at one point, you're going to be, you're going to be creating 528 Hertz music. And I'm like, okay, you know, like, okay. And but this is around the time that people started talking about, oh, I use 432 Hertz music and all this. So that's kind of a bit of like a um, tangent, but it's all related to me creating my music. Right. So yeah, I use 528, but if I use another digital audio workstation, chances are it's only going to be 440 Hertz, but I'm sure I could find a workaround around that. So this friend, going back to my original friend who I was talking about, the one that introduced me to this guy with the knowledge in air quotes. Well, he, he has this process called the knowledge information. So it really wouldn't be air quotes. Really powerful stuff. Amazing gentleman. Um, yeah, there's just cool stuff yet to be determined with that as well because he's, he's incredible. Um, the woman who I'm in touch with, pardon this little tangent here, she was saying, my neighbor's little girl has PTSD. Can you make something for her? And so I've never made music for somebody that had PTSD and we're talking a little girl 
and I made two tracks. I made two very different tracks. And I had her mom, the little girl's mom, listen to them. And she was sharing with the little girl the music. So I was like, which one did she like gravitate to most? And she said this one. And the song was called Giving Back. That song became the catalyst of my first studio album for my music project. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy, right? In a, in a good way. So PTSD is no joke. You know, like, I know I have it. You know, many of us have trauma. I was born two pounds, 13 ounces. Right? I was scheduled to be born in November of 79. I came out August of 79. And I have no problem broadcasting that for sure, right? And at the end of the day, it's like, for all I know, I could have had bird trauma. You know, who knows? Uh, losing a father, more trauma, you know? But at the end of the day, like, what really works with us? How does music work? Well, I mean, there's a lot of scientific studies out there. Um, at the end of the day, when it really comes down to what's really important to us, you know, what, what relaxes us? I had a gentleman working with him in session. He wanted me to create something kind of like a, like a, like a metal, like, like not death metal, but just like, like heavy metal. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to, you know, get this thing going because whatever I usually create, it's not jarring for the system, but that's what really worked for him. Um, when I work with somebody, in this case, when someone has like PTSD, there, there's ways I work with them. I'm not there to guarantee that they're going to be healed from it, but ultimately I can help them create more tools within themselves and hopefully that can work in tandem with their own healing because it's really them who's doing the healing, not me healing them. So I'm saying this because a lot of people, there's a lot of modalities that are out there that are saying this will help you or heal you from PTSD. There's people that use binaural beats, they use isochronic yeah. tones, they use Hertz music. Um, at the end of the day, what do we subscribe to? You know, like we were saying, some people subscribe to chakras, some don't. Um, so the future of music, I think there's going to be more of an acceptance of music. I think the people that are responding to it, the people that are really like, you know, music really does help me through this. Some people use ASMR, you know, some people use that. That's going to help them. Um, some people use guided journeys on YouTube. You know, some of the languaging on these YouTube videos say, listen for eight hours and, you know, you will get healed. You know, you know, at the end of the day, what do we subscribe to? I'm not here to poo-poo anybody. But there's a reason why there's so many hits on these things. There's a reason why people... Listen to this. There's a reason why music is being played in massage. There's a reason why there's a lot of people that are really gravitating toward, some people call it new age music, some people call it ambient music. There's, there's different apps that are called like Focus at Will. They have music to help you with studying. There's oh, yeah. apps that have like ambient settings in the background that have like cafes, like, you know, just like ambient, ambient music that's like, you know, behind, you know? So I really feel that there's more and more awareness alongside, you know, studies and, you know, even with the Calm app or Insight Timer, you know, there's, there's different pieces of music that are there to help you with the intention of you finding healing or whatever it might be. So it seems like there's a growing trend, not even like a fad, like a growing trend of mindfulness and awareness that's out there. And the people that really subscribe to music, because there are people that can, they just, music's not their thing. They, they just don't relate to it. It just, it is what it's, whatever, you know, they're more into, you know, watching movies, which, still have music in them you know but at the end of the day you know I, I really feel like just like how things are going with different you know communities in terms of sexuality different spiritual beliefs um even when it comes to like lifestyles you know does one want to be you know going out there and getting off the grid you know 
there, there's different groups and communities doing that. There's there's different acceptances. Well, that's even a word. There, there's different forms of acceptance when it comes to taking in music for healing. And just like those old Reese's peanut butter cup commercials, at least in the States, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. You know, everybody has their own version of what that looks like for yep. them, right? Look high in the face, okay? <laughs> Me being a little comedian here. Well, that's a little bit. I hear you. Um, yeah, that, that's where I go with it. I really feel like whatever one subscribes to, you know, you'll have more ways to segment what type of modalities are going to be right for, for the, each person. So... I think it, it will definitely be more of a fine-tuned custom experience, even if you have a curated playlist, which is already taking place on different platforms, you know, on beyond, you know, music for sleep, music for study, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, everyone subscribes to what they, uh, what they listen to as well. No pun intended with Apple Music or Spotify or Pandora, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, hopefully I didn't get too far off the soapbox on that one. <laughs> Robert, how can our listeners find you or contact you about your products, services, and workshops? I think the, the go-to, to be honest with you, Patty, would be uh, my website. That's a good hub because if people want to find me on social media, they can find me through LinkedIn. They can find me through Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm one of those people where I'm more old school. Like I actually want, I won't mind actually having a phone call or doing like a Zoom call, you know. But the website's the website's called liferhythms.us, so it's L I F E R H Y T H M is in Mary S dot us. So L I F E R H Y T H M S dot us. Great. And we'll have that in the show notes. And would you like to tell us anything more about your products and services? Absolutely. Absolutely. So at least with the Life Rhythms business, I'm doing private sessions. So there's different ways where I'm working with people. And usually I start off by if they're interested in having music that's designed for them, then there's ways I'll be able to do it that way. And they're like, oh, I love working with you. Like, you're, you're amazing. Like, I, I need to work on some other type of stuff that I'm going through other types of stuff that I'm going through. So um, I'd love to work with you for longer. How can I do that? There's different ways where I'm actually able to work with my clients that way, right? On top of that as well, um, again, if there's somebody that's working and they need music for, you know, custom videos or they need, you know, other areas in relationship to creative content, I can actually offer that as creative content solutions. I could always, I know this is specifically toward like live rhythms, but there's other ways where I'll be able to work with businesses as well. There's collaborations, there's partnerships, joint ventures, basically. I mean, there's so many ways, but um, based on whatever you're looking for, chances are I'm more than happy to find a way to connect with you in a way that works best. So hopefully I can serve or connect you with other people like these two amazing ladies that are uh, interviewing me. So I'm really grateful for your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robert. Yes, thanks, Robert. I think we connected on LinkedIn years ago and and you've always just stayed in my LinkedIn feed as that gentle, nourishing, nurturing presence. So thanks Facebook for staying too. in I think touch. you're on, on actually Facebook as well. Oh, okay. That's Maybe. right. It's feels like a, another planet Facebook for me. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, what a blessing, really, truly. Yeah. Thank you so much. And Robert, is there anything else you wanted to share with the listeners? Sure, sure. Um, I'm so grateful for everyone taking the time to listen. I mean, and I really appreciate what you you two ladies have been able to create 
And I really feel like it's super magical and really powerful. And these, these interviews in terms of what you've created for this platform is really helping bring more awareness to the planet. And everybody has their own version of what they believe in and what they're up to. And I, I know that whatever unfolds from you, all of you listening to this recording, that hopefully you'll be able to take something away, whether it's a takeaway or like a little nugget, whatever you subscribe to in terms of verbiage and terminology. It's definitely, it's been a pleasure, you know, giving you this information. Anyway, it can truly help in a forward moving way. I'm more than happy to, to, to connect with you. So uh, yeah, wherever you are in your journey, whatever that looks like, I'm, my biggest intention is for you to feel the way that you want to and be able to create what you want and what you need with, uh, with tools and resources like this amazing podcast is, is there to help, you know? We're all here to help. Thank you, Robert, for sharing with us and our listeners. Robert sure did give us a lot to think about on how music connects us. We would love to hear your tips, strategies, or inspiring stories on building better relationships at home and at work or about this podcast topic. Thank you so much for listening. Here is a quick sample of Robert Alexander's Root Chakra music. Thank you for listening to Building Better Relationships with Angela and Patty. Send us a message and please like or share the podcast or donate with the Anchor Donate button. We really value your feedback.